Good morning and happy Sunday to all of our HOD podcast listeners. We are back here this Sunday morning bringing you another podcast for your listening pleasure. We hope and pray that everyone is doing well and in good spirits. Um, We are preparing ourselves this Sunday morning, uh, the second Sunday of this uh, first month of the year um, for our Sunday service. Our services do begin at 10 a.m. We are located at 3039 Thoroughfare Road here in Goldsboro, North Carolina, and we hope to see you in the building on this morning. Um, If you are free, have nothing on your agenda and have no obligations and uh, have some free time to spend not just with us, but with the Lord, come on through and enjoy Jesus with us. We would love to have you uh, with us this morning to fellowship. We uh, definitely want to continue to keep our podcast prayer list going forward, Uh, continue to keep each other lifted in prayer, Uh, continue to uh, pray not only uh, for one another, but for this nation, um, for all of our leaders, for those who are in positions of power, um, even on our workplace, uh, supervisors, um, co-workers, Keep them lifted in prayer as well. Um, you never know what someone is going through or what someone is dealing with because uh, it's not public knowledge, but uh, a lot of people are dealing with a lot of things. So keep each other uh, lifted in prayer. Um, we uh, definitely want to continue to uh, um, thank you all for continuing to make this podcast a success. We thank you for taking time out of all of your busy schedules to tune in each and every Sunday. Uh, You guys make my job easy uh, by being as supportive as you are. So we thank you all for continuing to be um, as supportive as you have been. And uh, we thank you all for listening. To all of our first time listeners, we welcome you and we thank you for clicking that play button. For those who are returning listeners, uh, again, thank you guys for being as consistent as you have been, and uh, we love and appreciate you all. But with all of that being said, you guys, we're ready to jump into this podcast, uh, so we hope that you are prepared for what we have for you on this morning. So, as always, sit back, relax, kick your feet up for as long as you can. I hope those church socks are on your feet, because I got some good church socks kitchen sliding music for you on this morning so let's get it
Some I sure would love to hear Tamala. You're the lifter. Just stay right there. I'm gonna get y'all signals. Just watch me. You're the lifter. Just stay right there. I know you just came through some stuff. And you look really good right now. You don't look like what you've been through. Would you sing to us of how he brought you out of that place for you to be looking like that?
No matter what I face No matter what may come I am confident in this God's got me Yeah, yeah, yeah No matter what I face No matter what may come I'm confident in this He's got me He's got me
the matchless, marvelous, majestic name of the master, we pray. Amen. Come on, give God a great praise. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It's good to see you. It's good to be seen and not viewed. <laughs> Hallelujah. Anytime you wake up complaining, remember there is an alternative. So you just ought to be thankful with every ache and pain you wake up with. There, there is a way for ache and pain to go away quickly. So you ought to just be thankful. I want to first of all thank all of you uh, for your prayers, for your cards, your emails, uh, your kind words. Uh, there is nothing like a praying congregation. And I want to thank all of you for your prayers during uh, this last bout and challenge uh, with my body. And I thank God. I, a friend of mine, Pastor Charles Jenkins, who pastors in Chicago, called me yesterday because he knew I was coming back to the pulpit. And he said to me, he said, man, you have such an incredible congregation. And I said, what do you mean? He said, I don't know anybody who can be as sick as you've been, out as many times as you've been, and the folk just stay right there. And uh, you, are, you are indeed a wonderful people. And I thank my God upon every remembrance of you. Thank God for my father, our pastor emeritus, who's been preaching up a storm. Come on, let's celebrate him and thank God for his anointing, his energy, his power. Thank God for him. Thank God for our mother, Lady Estelle, this morning. We praise God for her. I thank God for my, my nurse, my wife, my girlfriend, my friend, first lady. We thank God for her on today. Take your Bibles and turn to the Gospel of John and the 13th chapter. John, the 13th chapter. To all of our graduates, we... I wasn't here last Sunday, but I salute you. Our baby girl graduated from high school, and in two weeks, she's going to Hampton. Yeah, Jesus helped me be a fence all around me every day. John chapter 13. We're going to be preaching from this text, uh, both services this morning, a part one and a part two. Uh, but let's begin at verse one. Now, before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour had come, that he should depart from the world to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. And supper being ended, the devil already put it into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him. Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hand, and that he had come from God and was going to God, rose up from the supper laid aside his garments, took a towel, and girded himself. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel with which he was girded. Then he said to Simon Peter, came to Simon Peter, rather, and Peter said to him, Lord, are you washing my feet? Jesus answered and said, What I am doing you do not understand now, but you will know after this. Peter said to him, You will never wash my feet. Jesus answered, If I don't wash your feet, you have no part with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands 
In my head, I guess Peter said, I ain't going to play since you're going to talk that kind of talk. Jesus said to him, he who is bathed needs only to wash his feet, but is completely clean. And you are clean, but not all of you. For he knew who would betray him. Therefore, he said, you are not all clean. So when he had washed all of their feet, taken his garments, he sat back down and he said to them, do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord and you say, well, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. Amen. You may be seated in the very presence of our God. I, I, this morning, both services, I'm doing a, just a two-part piece called Lessons from Around the Table. Lessons as we go to communion from around the, the table. This, this first one, if you want to put a subtitle on it, uh, I, I, I would call this first one, I'm in charge, not you. It'll make sense to you. I'm in charge. Look at your name and tell them, I'm in charge. <laughs> One of the most profound books I have read, and I read it while I've been out for these last several weeks, is a book that I would recommend to anyone, co-authored by two persons by the name of Roy Oswald and Arland Jacobson. The name of the book is The Emotional Intelligence of Jesus. The Emotional Intelligence of Jesus, comma, relational smarts for religious leaders. The emotion, I would encourage you to get that book, not, if, not just if you're a religious leader, but everybody, because that book talks about emotional intelligence. And one of the takeaway realities that I got from reading that book is that if there's one thing all of us need to have a clear understanding of, it is our emotional self. Being keenly aware of your emotional intelligence and its power can sometimes be the difference between your success and your failure, particularly when it comes to how you handle your emotions in interpersonal relationships. Did you know, this, this blew my mind when I read this. Did you know that it is said that in the course of one day, we go through 456 emotions. That does not necessarily mean there's 456 type of emotions. I know some of y'all are trying to figure out what kind of emotions are those. That in the course of a day, we have 456 emotional swings in one day. So my question to you this morning is this. What do you do with your emotions? Now, for teaching purposes this morning, let me give you a working definition uh, of emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence is your ability to recognize and understand your emotions and your skill at using this awareness to manage yourself and the relationship you have with others. Now... You know, if you need to buy the app, now get the app because all these principles will be in the app uh, sometime today. So, I'm, you know, I'm moving along. Emotional intelligence is on, it's on the screen. It's, 
It's understanding your emotions and knowing how to manage them in such a way that they don't manage you. Hmm. Emotional intelligence and, and understanding its power and effect is very important because new studies are confirming, watch, the importance of being present to and aware of your emotions at work. In fact, there is now concrete evidence demonstrating that interpersonal skills, how you relate to other people, are a greater predictor of success than anything else. Listen to me carefully. I'm going somewhere with this. How you handle your emotions when you relate to other people is a greater predictor of how successful you can be in life. It's more predictable than having technical and intellectual capacities. Huh. Knowing how to control your emotions. In his book, uh, Renovation of the Heart, Dallas Willard gives us another perspective on this, though. He contends that, that to be successful, you can't just use your heart, but more importantly, you got to use your head. Uh, he, he says, and I quote, that, that we must not pit good thinking against strong faith. You, in other words, you, you don't exit your mind when you operate in faith. You operate in faith and use your mind at the same time. So, so that there should never be a battle for the supremacy of my decision making between what I feel and how I think. He, he goes on to say that godly success depends on thinking well. You, you have to be careful. Yeah, this is good. You have to be careful not to follow your heart while failing to use your head. <laughs> don't, don't get so caught up and entangled in your emotions that you don't Consider the weight of the decision you're making based on what you feel in. See, one area where this is vital is in the area of relationships. Can I tell you why? Because our greatest emotions, our greatest pains, our greatest joys come from within the context of relationship. Baby, you feel some kind of way when it deal with folk. Your greatest joy and your greatest pain comes from dealing with people every day and I submit to you this morning that some of the pain you go through with people can be avoided if you use your mind and not just be led by your heart yeah I'm going somewhere listen to me carefully emotional intelligence can impact relational intelligence Sometimes you act relationally dumb because you followed your heart and didn't listen to your head. See, when you allow your emotions to dictate your relationships, this is good right here. When you, you know, when you hook up with people, now I'm not just talking about boyfriend, girlfriend, but that too, but just friendships. When you connect with folk because they make you feel something and, and, and you don't use your head, in the midst of feeling something don't miss this when you don't use your head you lose the value of the very thing God gave you to protect you your mind 
talk, boy. God gave you your mind to protect you from always walking in your feelings. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me right through in here. Some of y'all can testify you got involved with somebody because they made you feel good. And about three or four months in, you wished you would have followed your head because there was a nagging something in the back of your head saying, this ain't right, this ain't right. And when you don't listen to your head, you forfeit the very thing God gave you to protect you from making decisions in your emotions. Look at your neighbor and tell him, be smart, be smart, be smart. Now, now, now don't get me wrong, don't get me wrong. It's not that you shouldn't use your emotions. You just can't always believe your emotions. Whoa, let me say that again. It's not that God wants you to be emotionless. But you just got to be smart enough not to always believe what your emotions tell you. They, 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 baby, they'll have you acting one way today. Come on, talk to me. And acting another way. To, come on, talk to me now. See, see, when, when you are led, here it is, when you are led by emotions, this is so good, you allow external stuff to become the authority of the movements of your life. So because you feel like they hurt you, you don't speak to them. So because you don't feel like doing anything today, you stay lazy in the bed. So because you don't feel like going to work, you lie and you lose your integrity, say you sick and you sitting at home. Y'all ain't talking to me. Whenever you allow stuff outside of you to determine how you act, that's when you are moved by your emotions. Somebody said, where are you going with all that? Here we find Jesus at this final supper the night before his death. And what we see from Jesus... <laughs> In this text is how to handle your emotions around people and in relationships. Okay, that was a little too clean. Here it is. Jesus in this text teaches us how to treat unlikable people. He teaches in this text how to treat folk that you don't like the way they act towards you. Yeah, it's going to be quiet. That's okay. My first Sunday back and y'all going to be quiet. That's okay. I, I want you to notice what Jesus does and what he does not do. I need you to keep your Bible open so you don't think I'm making this up. Jesus serves every one of the disciples. The Bible declares to us that after he had washed all of their feet, he served Every last, we're talking next service about servanthood. He served every last one of them. He knows every person who is at that table. And everybody at that table has done something worthy of being called a betrayer. Because when he says, one of y'all going to betray me, each one of them said, Lord, is it I? Well, I only got to ask that if I know I got something I did that might make me guilty. If I know I haven't done anything, I ain't got no reason to say, did I do it? Everybody at this table, everybody at the table, he knows is going to run and hide from him. But there are two particular people 
whose despicable deeds are told in the text. And he's aware of it. Peter and Judas. <laughs> he, he, he speaks to Peter, knowing what Peter's going to do, and tells Peter, if I don't wash you, you can't have what I have. He addresses Judas, knowing Judas is the betrayer, and tells him, go down there and do what's in your heart to do, and do it quickly. Got three quick things. I'm going to run through them quick. Uh, that's going to help us handle the Peters and Judases in your life. You ready for your first principle? No matter who they are or what their motives are, you remain the same. Ain't going to get much help, heaven. No, no matter who they are and no matter what their motives are, even when you know what they up to, you stay consistent in how you act. Help me, Jesus. Jesus knew one was a denier and the other had motives to betray him. Watch me now. But neither one of them could tell by their interaction with Jesus. They knew by his interaction that he knew. But they couldn't tell by his interaction how he felt. Let me say that again. They knew he knew because he said he knew. <laughs> but they couldn't tell if he was feeling some kind of way about what they were about to do. Y'all ain't talking to me. He, he doesn't change his personality to accommodate Peter or acquiesce to Judas. Good God. He blessed his friends and he blessed his enemies. He, he doesn't sweat over what he knows Judas is about to do. He doesn't get worried over what Peter is about to do. He treats them like he treats everybody else around that table. Y'all ain't talking to me. See, when you are committed to Christ-like character, folk that you know know you don't like them won't be able to tell that you know that what they are up to because when they see you you treat them like you treat everybody else because I'm not responsible for how you treat me but I am responsible for how I treat you I wish y'all would talk to me in here today your, your haters ought to be wondering what's wrong with you because they know you know what they up to but you're smiling, you're hugging them you're telling them good morning you're treating them like you're treating everybody else come on, look at your neighbor and tell them don't ever let them see you sweat yeah, yeah, speak to them speak, make them crazy because they know you know because you told them you know. But they can't figure out if you know you know why you acting like they ain't up to nothing. Look, look at Jesus. He, he, doesn't, he doesn't beg Judas to change his mind. Because, touch the name of time, this is going to be good. To beg somebody to not do something is to give them power over you they don't deserve. 
And let me tell you what I've discovered. If somebody's bold enough to betray you, then nothing you can do is going to stop it. I wish y'all would hear me in here this morning. You just keep being yourself. You just keep being who God, as a matter of fact, tell them what Jesus told Judas. Whatever you're going to do, do it quickly. Because the quicker you do it, the sooner God will fix it. Preach, boy. Whatever you're going to do to me, go ahead and do it. Because the quicker you do it, the sooner God's going to turn it around. Whatever you're going to do, go ahead and do it. Because the quicker you do it, the sooner God's going to make you my stepping stone. Remain the same. Don't let them see in your attitude that you know they're up to something. Here's the second thing. And the, and the last two are going to be quick, but the last two are predicated on the first one. Um, the reason you can remain the same, knowing that the people you chose are going to betray you. Hmm. I snuck that in. I told y'all about a month ago, you always choose Judas. And, and here's how... Here's how some of y'all going to stop getting gray hair and, and stop having to get a drink to go to sleep. And, and, and here's how some of y'all going to stop cussing in your head when you see them. I'm, I'm finna give it to you. I'm, I'm, I'm finna give it to you. I'm finna, here's, here's how you're going to start treating your enemies like they're your best friends. Here it is. Here's how you're going to remain the same because people don't control your destiny. That, that was too good for y'all not to shout. I know it's 8 o'clock. People don't, as a matter of fact, what Judas, I hope y'all don't tear this church up. What Judas shows me is that sometimes God will let people do to you what they want to do to you, but won't let them get the result they're looking for. Preach, boy. He will let them set the trap. He will let them tell the lie. He will let them fire you. He will let them betray you. And while they sitting back waiting to see you lose your mind, he ain't going to let them see that. He's going to let them see you smiling. He's going to let them see you rejoicing. He's going to let them see you giving God glory. Do I have any witnesses in here? Do you know why some folk don't like you? Because after everything they did to you, you still acting like you got it together. With everything they did to you, you still acting like you on top. I want you to shake three people's hands and tell them God ain't going to let them see it. He's not going to let them see you quit. He's not going to let them see you walk away. He's not going to let them see you cry. He's not going to let them see you depressed. He's not going to let them see you discouraged. He's going to let them do what they did and then not let them see what they're looking for. Sam. You better hear what I'm telling you. People cannot control your destiny. Let them fire you. Let him walk out on you. Y'all, see, see, we as a people should have been shouting right there. We as a people ought to be able to testify right there because they did everything they could to mess up our destiny. From Jim Crow apartheid, they tried to revoke the voting right. They tried calling us out of our name. They tried canceling health care. 
They tried sitting us in the balcony. They tried to take our history out the textbook. But look at where we are. Black president, black Congress people, prank bank presidents, college presidents. Because no matter what people do to you, they cannot control your destiny. I'm done. I'm done. Some, uh, I need some business owner in here. Watch this right now who can shout because you opened the business after you got fired. Good God. I, I, I need some college graduate in here who can shout when you got the degree after the teacher told you you were dumb. God said, I'll let them tell you whatever they want to do, but then I'll flip the script. Hey. It, it, all right, I'm done. Remain constant. No matter who they are, no matter what they do, stay constant. Stay constant because people don't determine your destiny. And his last one, and stay constant because people don't own your peace. Uh, Good God from Zion. Uh, your peace of mind is not predicated on how people treat you. Come, come closer. Let me tell you again. Your peace of mind has nothing to do with how people treat you, what they do to you, what they say. About, I wish I had a witness in here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your, your peace is predicated on who the Lord has made you. Look at how that story starts off. It starts off by saying that before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour had come, that he should depart from this world. Watch this. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. Watch verse 3. Jesus, knowing that the Father had given everything to him and that he had come from God and was going to God, Jesus said, I know who I am. I know whose I am, I know what I got, and I know where I'm going. Y'all didn't hear, I know who I am, I know whose I am, I know what I have, and I know where I'm going. Y'all, I know who I am, because I know whose I am, I know what I have, and I know where I'm going. Y'all, I know who I am, because of whose I am. I know what I got and I know where I'm going so since I know all of that it don't matter what you say about me let me tell you something if the Lord has blessed you even in spite of you if the Lord has turned you even in spite of you if the Lord has chosen you even in spite of you if the Lord has called you, even in spite of you, then there's nothing anybody does to you that can take the peace from you that you are who God says you are. I wish I had a better witness in here. 
They can mess with your stuff, but they can't own your peace. They can mess with your money, but your peace ain't in your money. Your peace is in your master. They can mess with your job, but your peace ain't in your job. It's in Jesus. The devil can mess with your body, but your peace ain't in your body. Your peace is in your blesser. Nothing or nobody has the power to take peace from you that the Lord gave you when he saved you. I wish I had a way. Let them suck their teeth. Let them roll their eyes. Let them talk under their breath. You just bless them anyhow. Let them plot. Let them scheme. You just hold your peace. Because I learned a long time ago, if I hold my peace, the Lord will fight my battles. I'm, I'm done. Y'all better get your own shout. I'm looking for a few of y'all in here today who can say, I got enemies on every side. I got folk on the job that don't like me. I got folk in the church that don't like me. I got folk in the neighborhood that can't stand me. I got problems on every side. But I wake up every day saying this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and I will be glad because no matter what I'm going through, I got peace. No matter how rough it gets, I got peace. No matter what I got to face, I've got peace. No matter who I got to deal with, I can say when peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever my lot, God has taught me to say it is well. Though Satan should buffet, though trials should come, let this blessed assurance control that Christ has regarded my helpless estate and shared it. And Lord, haste the day when my fate shall be sight. The clouds be rolled back as a scroll. The trump shall resound and the Lord shall descend. Even so, it is well with my son it is well it is well it is well with my soul hey come on look at somebody tell them i got peace and no matter what comes my way no matter what I'm dealing with. Come on, y'all should be on me by now with, with it as well. Come on, y'all. Uh, y'all not come to church looking like you don't want to be here. You ought to have a peace. You ought not have to be pumped and prodded to do stuff. You ought to have a peace. And the peace of God that passes all understanding will guard your hearts and minds. Thou hast taught me to say 
It is well. Come on, wind peace like a river. Wind peace like a river. Attendeth my way. When sorrow, when sorrow. next verse though satan should buffet though trials should come though say it doesn't matter what he does it doesn't matter what he throws at me though try it doesn't matter what i'm going through i've got this blessed assurance this is what controls my attitude this is what controls my emotions. That Christ has testimony with my soul to stand I want everybody to stand father right now forgive us for allowing people to control our actions forgive us for being led by our emotions give us such a peace and such a confidence in our destiny that it doesn't matter who betrays us it doesn't matter who denies us 
It doesn't matter who walks away from us. We won't. We won't have to drum up a praise ever again if everybody would just bring your thank you Jesus to church. If you remember to pack your thank you Jesus, the praise will be automatic. And I've been telling the choir all year long, there's something about the old way. Tell your neighbor, say neighbor, the way you used to give, the way you used to live, the way you used to walk, and the way you used to talk. Tell them we got to go back and do it all over again.
creation inside. It's part of He created me. He created me. For His glory. For His glory. No defeat. No defeat. I'm a winner. I am a winner. I'm victorious. I am victorious. I won't worry. I won't worry. I won't fret. I won't fret because I know. Because I know. He knows what's best. He knows what's best. That the enemy plotted. He'll turn it for you good. Y'all gotta get with us. Y'all like that? Can we sing that one more time? Come on, sing it like you mean it. God has a plan. Vision inside. Sing this out. He created.
right, you guys, we made it to the end of another podcast. We hope and pray that you have enjoyed uh, not only the music, but the message on this morning. Uh, we hope that it has encouraged you and uh, prepared you for what we have to face on this week. Uh, we, again, want to thank you all for tuning in uh, each and every week. Uh, these numbers still looking great. So uh, we thank you all for uh, being the great podcast listeners that you have been and continue to be um, can't say it enough we appreciate you guys um, we are uh, again having service on this morning at House of Deliverance Ministries so if you're free um, again we uh, are extending our invitation out to you all to come and fellowship with us if you're free we would love to see your face in the place so uh, at some point during the service, uh, hopefully the door will open and I will see you walking into the building. That's what we're hoping and praying for. That's what we're trusting and believing is going to happen. Uh, but again, we love you guys. We appreciate you. And as always, we will see you on the other side. You're looking at my atmosphere, and I'm looking at the 